Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun, and I'm going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with COVID-19 vaccines, which are the hot topic nationally and right here in the Villages. Governor Ron DeSantis visited our community last week to announce the reopening of the drive through vaccination site off of County Road 466 behind the Fresh Market. That site opened last Thursday, and it's been pretty busy, as expected, administering shots to people who have pre-registered. If you want to get on the list, you can register at myvaccine.fl.gov, and you will be contacted when nearby appointments are available. We also found out last week that more pharmacies will be giving the vaccine soon as well. So just be patient out there, guys. I know everyone is ready to get back to a more normal life, and these vaccines are a big part of that. So, of course, the demand is high, and the manufacturers are doing their best to supply as much as possible. So visit that website and get on the list if you qualify. And don't worry, you'll get your vaccine as soon as it is available. In sports news, we have round two of the Villages Golf Festival happening this Thursday and Friday. As we told you last month, the Villages Golf and Tennis decided that instead of canceling the golf festival, since it wouldn't be a good idea to have one big event during the pandemic, they split it into three smaller sessions at all the country clubs and practice ranges in the Villages. The first event happened last month, and the vendors and manufacturers who participated will rotate to different locations for this month. So if you didn't get a chance to visit all the locations last time, you can go to the same places this time and find different equipment and accessories. Club fittings and vendor demos are by appointment only, and they might be full by now, but you can visit GolfTheVillages.com or call 352-753-3396 to try to register for an appointment or get one for the next and final round of the golf festival, which will be happening in March. But you don't need an appointment to travel around to the country clubs and practice ranges between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Thursday and Friday to check out the latest and greatest products in the game of golf. And it's still winter sports season at our local high schools with competition in basketball, wrestling, soccer and weightlifting. The Village's high school girls weightlifting team captured the program's first district championship and the school's first regional title in the past few weeks, and now will attend the 2021 Florida High School Girls State Weightlifting Championships on Friday at Suwannee High School in Live Oak. And it's also time to transition into spring sports. Make sure to keep an eye on your Daily Sun sports section every day to find out when teams are playing and for full coverage of their games and matches. Some of them are welcoming spectators as long as you wear a mask and social distance. In the world of recreation, the winter social leagues start today and run through March 28th, with friendly competition in sports like pickleball, bocce, shuffleboard and corn toss. But otherwise, the Recreation and Parks Department is taking the safe route by putting monthly socials and events on hold this month. However, they still are having speaker series presentations through the Enrichment Academy, and one is scheduled for this week. It's husband and wife duo William and Sue Wills, who are coming back to the villages to present presidents and their first ladies, dramatically speaking. The Wills have been here before, and they dress up as a past president and his first lady, and then share historical facts about their subjects, along with hidden gems about their relationship and personalities. This time, they are portraying and discussing George H.W. Bush and Barbara Bush. The presentation is at 6 p.m. Thursday at Rohan Recreation Center, and you can get tickets at theenrichmentacademy.org. (music) 
We always include charitable events on these podcasts and talk about how fundraising has been such a challenge during this pandemic. Groups are getting creative to keep bringing in the funds, and one of them is the UF Health Hospital Auxiliary Foundation. Last week, we told you about the new format for the annual Hearts for Our Hospital Gala. So here's a quick reminder. The gala kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Saturday, and it's all online this year. It will include an online auction, a Q&A about COVID-19, and live entertainment, along with some surprises. This year, the proceeds will go to the Pandemic Preparedness Fund, which helps supply PPE equipment to first responders. So if you want to participate or just make a donation, go to tvhfoundation-gala.com. Bidding for the auction actually starts at 9 a.m. Thursday, so get on there and register so you can bid and help them raise money. In other charity news, we have the Knights of Columbus Council at St. Mark the Evangelist Roman Catholic Church having its annual diaper drive this weekend. Collections will take place during Masses at 4 p.m. Saturday, as well as at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon Sunday. They need diapers in sizes 4, 5, and 6, as well as unscented or hypoallergenic wipes. Cash donations also will be accepted. And Life South Community Blood Centers will host two mobile blood drives this week, one from noon to 7 p.m. Tuesday at the Village's Walmart and another from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wednesday at the Summerfield Walmart. To sign up, you can go to lifesouth.org. And the annual Taste of the Villages is returning as a virtual event as well. Local restaurants and businesses are coming together to support Lazarus Free Medical Clinic in Wildwood. Visit cflcc.org to get all the details on that event. On the entertainment front, the studio theater Tierra Del Sol's first show of Season 5 is underway at the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center. It's 9 to 5 the musical, and it will have evening and matinee performances on select dates through March 6th. You can get tickets for that at thevillagesentertainment.com or at any Villages box office location. And tickets are already on sale for the other shows in Season 5 as well. And it's Valentine's Day week, so get your sweetie some tickets to these romantic concerts coming up this weekend. Alex Santoriello will perform his Simply Sinatra show at 3.30 and 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday at Savannah Center. And the Opera Club of the Villages will host this year's Three Tenors Plus One fundraiser concert at 3 and 7 p.m. Saturday at the Sharon Elmore's Performing Arts Center. Proceeds go to the club's Harold S. Schwartz Scholarship Program. Tickets for both of these shows are available at thevillagesentertainment.com as well. Over at the town squares, live music is still being offered every evening, but they do have a special event coming up Saturday, and that's the Let's Glow Crazy Again party, hosted by the Spasmatics. This is a great 80s band that always puts on a good show, and they'll be at Brownwood Paddock Square from 5 to 9 p.m. with their photo booth, so dress in your best 80s outfit. And also this weekend, American Craft Endeavors will bring one of its arts and craft shows to Spanish Springs Town Square from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. You'll find handcrafted leather goods, paintings, photography, personalized products, glassworks, and much more. These shows are always free, and we haven't had one in a while, so it will be nice to see what the artists and crafters have been up to. Now I have a few exciting items for you concerning what's on the horizon in the villages. The Wildwood City Commission recently approved the plans for the Southern Oaks Bridge across Florida's Turnpike. The bridge will have north and south lanes for vehicular traffic as well as a multimodal path for golf carts. It will cross the Turnpike just south of the Okahumka Service Plaza. 
Not far from that, construction is underway for McGrady's Pub in the Sawgrass Grove area in the village of St. Catherine. The restaurant is being designed to pay homage to the Scottish roots of golf. And progress continues on Sawgrass Market, which will showcase local artisans, boutiques, and a variety of vendors. And we have a couple of new businesses coming to town. Flip Flop Shops has signed a lease to open a store at Spanish Springs Town Square in the second quarter of this year. The store will have more than 80 brands of flip flops and sandals, along with clothes toed shoes, accessories, and apparel. Haverty's Furniture has signed a lease to open a store at Southern Trace Plaza in the third quarter of this year. And finally, the Publix at Magnolia Plaza on Warm Springs Avenue is stocking the store and training employees for a planned opening in early March. So as always, lots of new things coming our way, and you can keep an eye on your Daily Sun for all the latest news on that. It's time for this week's interesting story, and this one stood out to me for several reasons. So villager Joe Neal likes to swim, like a lot of us here in Florida. However, he takes it to the extreme by swimming in open waters. So instead of his heated neighborhood pool in the village of Calumet Grove, he just swam more than three miles in the freezing waters of Tampa Bay last month. But although it might sound crazy to most of us, he actually does it for a reason, and that's to raise money for the Navy SEAL Foundation. The event was the Tampa Bay Frogman Swim, and Joe makes the swim each year because as a retired U.S. Navy captain and 1964 graduate of the Naval Academy, it's personal to him. But it was even more personal this year because the event was dedicated to a longtime friend, mentor, and fellow Navy veteran who passed away last fall. Norm Olson was a village's resident who passed away last October at age 89. He was also a retired Navy captain, but he was a legend within the SEAL community. He trained in one of the earliest post-World War II units for underwater demolition teams, the forerunners to today's SEALs. He was the first SEAL to command a shore installation within the traditional Navy. And after he retired from the service, he served as founding director of the National Navy SEAL UDT Museum in Fort Pierce and a founding director of the SEAL Foundation. In 2019, Norm was inducted into the Florida Veterans Hall of Fame, which Joe had nominated him for. Joe first got involved in the Frogman Swim through Norm, who regularly volunteered at the event. But here's the kicker. In his eight consecutive crossings of Tampa Bay, Joe has raised $59,000 for the SEAL Foundation, thanks to his faithful sponsors. And at age 78, he is the oldest swimmer in the group. The swim's organizers say he is an inspiration and shows the attitude and lifestyle we should all be striving to live. Joe says as much as he gets tired out there in the middle of the freezing bay, his way of giving back is swimming for those who no longer can. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com slash podcasts, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages. And don't forget, Valentine's Day is on Sunday. Sunday.